Welcome to another episode of Mike's Money Picks. Today we are going to be previewing the late slate of college football action for this Saturday. Um, got one coming to you late night tonight. I, my, the way my schedule worked out, I won't be able to record an episode in the morning. So I figured that releasing it here late tonight is just as good. And if you're planning on listening in the morning, it'll be out anyway. Um, but anyway, if you are interested in any of our full DFS lineups for college football this week, make sure you check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. Got the full lineups for early and late coming your way on there later on in the week. And as always, if you like what you're listening to on the podcast, please rate and subscribe. It really helps me out a lot. Um, other than that, that's pretty much all I got. Let's go ahead and get a quick word from our friends at Anchor, and then we'll dive into the action. The quarterback position in this slate is a very interesting one for me because looking at the salaries on DraftKings, the guy that I want to play is not near the top of the board at all. The guy that I want to play is Drake May of North Carolina. Uh, he Simply put, he's got the best game log out of any quarterback in this slate, and he's also got the best matchup out of any of the high-priced quarterbacks in this slate. The Duke defense is not very good. So I don't understand what DraftKings is doing with his price. FanDuel is much more accurate. They've got him very much near the top of the board in terms of price. But, like, I don't see a reason why not to pay down for him. Paying down for Drake May and saving, you know, two to $3,000 in salary is going to allow you to play other guys elsewhere. So Drake May is my play of the week at quarterback this week at his price tag on DraftKings. Like I said, I like the game log. I like the matchup. I like the price tag. All in on Drake May this week. Now, let's go back up to the top of the board and talk about some guys why I might play them or not play them. Uh, I just think the price tag is too high on Caleb Williams. Um, He has not shown anything in terms of a ceiling that is worth that price tag. Like his floor is obviously going to be about 25 points. That's going to be what you're going to get out of him. But like the ceiling, I just haven't seen it yet. And the Utah defense is one of the best that he's played. So why would I want to play a guy who hasn't really hit a ceiling that's worth that price tag against the best defense he's played yet? That just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I'm out on Caleb Williams this week on this slate. Now, the three mid to high price guys that I do like uh, will be DJ Uyunglele of Clemson, Will Rogers of Mississippi State, and Will Levis of Kentucky. I think that the Mississippi State-Kentucky game has the potential to be one of those shootout affairs with Mike Leach's Mississippi State offense against Will Levis and Kentucky. I think that there's going to be a lot of points scored on that one, and so I think both of the quarterbacks in that are live options, and their game logs have both shown that they're worth that price tag. And so if you really want to stack that game and go both of those quarterbacks, I think that's a legitimate strategy this week. With DJ Uyunglele, he's being used like as a true dual threat quarterback. It's kind of weird. He's not that fast. He's not that mobile, but they use him as like a battering ram in the running game. And it's bringing his fantasy points a whole new ceiling because he's getting these rushing yards and getting these rushing touchdowns. So I think that he's a very legitimate option. I don't think Florida State's defense is all too great. Uh, We've seen them give up points to Wake Forest. We've seen them give up points to a backup quarterback with NC State. So I really think DJ Uyunglele has a chance to really pay off that price tag. And if you're going for anybody near the top of the board, it's either going to be him or one of the two wills that are in the SEC. In terms of the other quarterbacks, something that might save you some money is Anthony Richardson of Florida. He is a super boomer bust option, though. Like, 
is passing yards. You just never know what the total is going to be, whether it's going to be 59 yards or 359 yards. So he presents with himself a lot of risk. If you're playing a GPP on DraftKings, it's definitely a guy that he's worth a shot because really, if you're playing to win, he's got the highest ceiling out of anybody on here, but he presents a lot of risk. The LSU defense is just kind of okay. So I think that he might be able to have a good night, but you just never know what you're going to get out of Anthony Richardson. Another bargain play that I do like is Holton Aylers of ECU, who feels like he's been at ECU forever and showing up on these FanDuel and DraftKings slates forever. But, you know, ECU, they throw it all over the yard. They're going up against Memphis, who is not too hot of a defense. So I really think the Holton Aylers, especially with his salary being where it's at, I think he's a legitimate value option and definitely a, a guy that you can put in at quarterback this week. All right, that covers it for the quarterbacks. Let's go ahead and switch on over to that ground game and talk about some running backs. If you have listened to a lot of my college football DFS podcast, you know that I'm a big proponent of paying up for the studs at the running back position in college football DFS. It's generally the safer option, and they also present a higher ceiling. This slate is kind of weird because there's not a super highly priced stud running back, but you know, if we look at the top of the board, there's guys that I'm willing to pay up for, and there's guys that I'm not willing to pay up for. A guy that I'm willing to pay up for is Travis Dye. Uh, like I said earlier, USC is playing the strongest defense that they played all year in Utah, but it seems to me that as the season goes on, they're leaning on the ground game and leaning on Travis Dye more and more. He's got five straight 20-point performances, and he had 28 carries last week. If he's going to get 28 carries, then that price tag is going to pay itself, like for real. 28 carries at only $7,700, I'm all in on that. Travis Dye, I think he is worth paying up for this week, and I think that they're going to stay committed to running the football there in Southern California. Now, on the other side of the ball in that game is Tavion Thomas of Utah. And to be quite honest with you, I know Utah is kind of got this profile of this running, hard-nosed defensive football team, but, like, they don't really give him the ball a whole lot. And so he hasn't really had a whole lot of fantasy points so far this season, and I just don't get why he's priced up here right next to Travis Dye. You know, Tavion Thomas, fine football player, good real-life player, but at this cost in fantasy football, nah, I'm just not going to play him this week and not going to pay up when there's other bargain plays that I think have more upside. One of those bargain plays that I do think has a lot of upside is Audric Estime of Notre Dame. As Notre Dame's season's gone on, they're playing with a backup quarterback, Drew Pine. They're leaning on the running game more and more. They've been running it with Chris Tyree. They have been running it with, who's that third guy in Notre Dame? Diggs. Logan Diggs is his name. He's their third running back. But they've been showing that they're willing to give all three of these guys carries. And if you look at their profile, they all have different roles. Audric Estime is the between the tackles thumper. Chris Tyree is more of the scat back gadget play type of guy. And then Diggs is kind of a more balanced like downhill runner. So uh, I think Audric Estime is the guy you want. Stanford this season has been absolutely terrible, which is unlike, you know, a David Shaw coached football team. Usually Stanford's a lot better than this. So, you know, if Notre Dame is able to win this one big, let's go ahead and put the thumper on our team. You know, the guy that's going to be getting those between the tackles carries, grind out possession, grind out clock. I think Audric Estime is an option. Like I said, you know, I've mentioned their names already, but I think Tyree and Diggs are both going to be options in that Notre Dame backfield as well, um, especially in a GPP tournament. I think, you know, if one of those guys breaks off a lung touchdown, they're going to pay off their price tag immediately. And I think that they could be guys that could be worth playing this week in Daily Fantasy. The Duke running back situation is super weird. Um, I haven't really been able to find a whole lot of updates after last Saturday on the injury situation, but Carolina's defense is not good, y'all. Like, North Carolina, they've given up points to everybody they played. They gave up about 500 passing yards to Tyler Van Dyke in Miami last week and still won the game. So, 
if you're looking to take advantage of a weak defense, I think you can play some guys that are on Duke, you know, against that Carolina defense also. And the problem is, though, I don't really know what the running back situation is. They've got a lot of injuries going on. They're playing a guy who is a backup quarterback at running back. And so you just don't really know for sure what's happening. If you can find some sort of update on Twitter, you know, Pete Thamel is great. Um, you know, or maybe a local beat writer or something. If you can find an update on one of those Duke running back injuries, I think that one of them is definitely live this week if there's one guy that's getting all the carries. But I don't know how many of them are going to play. There's multiple guys with injuries. We just don't know what's going to happen right now. Another guy that I really like and, you know, a guy that has kind of flown under the radar very quietly here this season is Devin Maccabi of Purdue. So, you know, their starting running back, King Daru, is going to be most likely out again. And the other backup running back that Maccabee has been splitting carries with now is going to be out this week. So Devin Maccabee might get the full workload, the full lion's share of the carries this week. And that bodes very well for him because he's yet to score under 11 fantasy points this season. He's, you know, that's a pretty impressive mark for a guy who's normally a backup running back. So I think that he's a very safe option with his price tag at 4,500, knowing that he's going to get an expanded workload and knowing that he's yet to dip in single-digit fantasy points this season, I think Devin Mockaby makes a lot of sense to play this week, and that'll give you a lot of salary that you can use elsewhere. Now, with that salary that you're going to be using elsewhere, let's talk about some wide receivers that you can play with that salary. If you are saving salary elsewhere in your lineup, Josh Downs of North Carolina is worth every penny this week in on every daily fantasy site. Like, he is an absolute target monster. Carolina loves to throw the football. They have a lot of success throwing the football, and he's the guy that is getting the bulk of the targets in that offense, and I think that he's worth every penny. I'm, I'm totally fine with paying up for him this week in FanDuel and DraftKings. Um, now, the only downside with Josh Downs' plays is that the rest of the Carolina receiving core has been super-duper unpredictable when he's been active. You just never know who's really going to be in the game, who's really going to get the targets, and who's going to get the targets we want in the red zone and the deep targets. So, I don't know. I'd kind of... If you're playing a GPP tournament, I think that one of those receivers might be worth a look and worth a roster, and maybe they break it big. But I think that for the most part, I'm probably playing Josh Downs, and I'm probably staying away from the other Carolina wide receivers this week. Charlie Jones of Purdue is a guy that I've talked about on the podcast before. He's a guy that I've talked about on Twitter before. And he's kind of in that line of the Purdue target machine guy that they've seemed to have each of the, you know, the entire last decade, pretty much. And he's been down the last two weeks. He hasn't been very good. He hasn't scored a lot of fantasy points. I think you can go back to him this week. I think that Nebraska is a very weak defense in terms of, you know, looking at Purdue's competition. I think that Nebraska is much weaker than the teams they've been playing defensively. And I think that it's a good week to go back to him. I just think that, you know, it's a natural bounce back opportunity. And I think that Charlie Jones is very live this week on both sides. And he's a guy that you can definitely put in your lineups this week. Now, the rest of the Purdue receiving core is actually kind of predictable. And they kind of have two guys that you can get into lineups, in my opinion. The first guy is Tyrone Tracy. Now, there's a rumor that with all their running back injuries, he is going to shift into a Debo Samuel type role where he is used at wide receiver and running back. And look, we love that in fantasy. You know, he's got a cheap price tag of $5,400. Now, obviously, that might steal a little bit of shine from our guy, Devin Maccabee. But, you know, Maccabee's used to sharing carries anyway. So if Tyrone Tracy gets a little bit of carries, he it can absolutely help him pay off his price tag at the wide receiver position, even though he's lining up at running back. 
The other guy is uh, Payne Durham for Purdue. In Charlie Jones's two down weeks the last two weeks, Payne Durham has kind of stepped up and filled the void, and he's been Aiden O'Connell's comfort blanket when teams try to give a lot of attention to Charlie Jones. So if you are somebody who's trying to be contrarian this week, Payne Durham would be a very good candidate for that because I think a lot of people are going to be back on Charlie Jones. And so if they're back on Charlie Jones and you want to zag the other way, Payne Durham would be the guy to help do that with. Looking into that Notre Dame-Stanford game, you know, we expect Notre Dame to score a lot of points. We expect Notre Dame to win this big. And if they do it through the air, it's going to be with their tight end, Michael Mayer, who's obviously listed as a wide receiver on DraftKings. And he is their top receiving option. He is their top target guy. You know, he had 11 catches last week, which is kind of crazy for a tight end. And, you know, he's a PPR monster, like just guy that's great to have in PPR format because he's going to get a lot of catches. The yards, you know, he's going to get him a little bit at a time. He's not going to be catching 80-yard touchdowns, but he's going to get you a lot of catches, a lot of yards. And I still think DraftKings is kind of underpricing him. I think FanDuel, he's more appropriately priced, but I think DraftKings is kind of underrating him a little bit. He's a guy that you can definitely put in your lineups this week. One team that I do want to mention, because like I said earlier, I think this Mississippi State-Kentucky game turns into a shootout. You know, Mississippi State running that Mike Leach air raid, they're going to put up some points. They're going to be doing it throwing the football too. But I think all the receivers are viable options to put into your lineup this week, especially Cameron Ducking. But I don't know. I don't really know which one's going to go off. They, you know, you look at the game logs, they're all kind of used pretty sporadically. So I just don't really know which one of them's going to go off. One of them is probably going to have a pretty good game. Like I said, they're going to put up a lot of points. But good luck figuring out which Mississippi State receiver it is. If you're somebody who makes multiple DFS lineups, I could totally see just plugging and playing one Mississippi State receiver with a few different builds and just seeing how it works out. But like I said earlier, I like their offense to score some points. Their receivers are all viable options. I just don't know which one is going to have the big game. Now, if you are looking for a punt option at the wide receiver position, I know I mentioned earlier about how unpredictable North Carolina's receiving core is, and there's a guy that is probably the most predictable in that receiving core now, and that is Antoine Green. He's priced, he's priced at $3,500 on DraftKings. He might be the punt play this week. He's been used each of the last three weeks after being injured to start the season, and he's had two pretty big games. So he might be a guy that is developing as that second option next to Josh Downs. And I definitely think, you know, at his price tag, $3,500, if you're trying to punt the position to save salary elsewhere, I think he is your guy this week. I think he's the only one under $4,000 I would consider playing after looking at the rest of the receivers in this slate. All right, guys. So that is your primer, your preview for the Saturday night late slate of college football DFS action on FanDuel and DraftKings. Hopefully, the picks that we just mentioned in this podcast are going to help you make some money. Um, if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear my full lineups about who I'm playing everywhere in DFS, make sure you subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. All of my full lineups go on there for premium members. And please rate and subscribe to the podcast. We're, you know, we took a little bit of a hiatus a few weeks, you know, trying to get my health back right, dealing with an illness. So we're back now. So we're trying to build this listener base back up, trying to get everything back to where we were at. So please rate and subscribe. Please help get the word out. You know, here we're trying to help people win season long and daily fantasy football, basketball, and golf. So um, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Best of luck this week playing college football DFS, and I will see y'all next time.